Only a 12th level intellect has the slightest hope of surviving what you are about to experience. talked about this already i can't remember but do you what, what do you think of the theory that all of the like post infinity war um like they're coming out with um you know uh, a couple movie or a couple of tv shows um oh yeah like the, the loki and scarlet witch yeah and they're those doing, are going straight to disney streaming service yeah and they're doing uh this the next spider-man movie and another doctor strange movie and all the all these like announcements but spider-man is called far from home right so that means he could still be in outer space somewhere do you think that these or movies something. are like red herrings for like just like oh you know the characters are going to come back so they're they're telling you that these movies are going to happen but then they won't actually come back because they're like actually dead <laughs> and those movies won't no. actually happen <laughs> I, I don't think that because spider-man far from home is already filming yeah i stopped believing been... myself as i was saying it, so. <laughs> <laughs> there's been leaked images of like uh jake gyllenhaal as mysterio from the spider right movie yeah that was something and, i was going to uh, talk about for news you know oh uh, well, well. <laughs> <laughs> it's you news ruined too. it well <laughs> you ruined it you asked I, the question okay but yeah no i don't i don't <laughs> think so either i i like there there no, yeah there is some kind of like far from home uh, black suit thing or something there's black panther 2 oh yeah it's <laughs> probably happening i think it's been confirmed there's but some rumor the that they're putting a lot more wakanda into the next avengers movie because they didn't even know how like successful and big that the mm-hmm. first black panther was going to be what's th- What's the name of Black Panther's sister? Is it Shuri? Is that right? The, I think like, so. Really, yeah, the yeah. genius. Yeah, she I think is going to be the Black Panther in the next movie because mm. that's um, a historically accurate thing. I think. Yeah, yeah, it happened in the comic books, but also T'Challa evaporated. You know, <laughs> oh yeah, I remember. One. Yeah. So <laughs> they need a new Black Panther, and she's like next in line, I suppose. To, what's the so. What's his like royal guard lady's name? I forget uh, her name. Because yeah. she seems like She's a more badass. like applicable Black Panther. Like I guess Shuri is smart and stuff, but she's like, oh, I got she, gauntlets yeah. on my hands. Like that's my entire fighting thing. Well, <laughs> and I mean, and she's a genius with technology. She was yeah. the one operating on Vision, so she's she might be the smartest person in the MCU. Maybe uh, I think there was well, like a leaked image of like a team shot with uh all the avengers that had captain marvel in it and it had the hulk wearing this oh yeah sort like, of a, like purple a, vest did yeah. you see that yeah. yeah i think that might be like a a wakanda sort i made of you a, a shirt that won't rip when you get big <laughs> exactly <laughs> it took, it and took, some purple pants because yeah. we know you like those yeah, <laughs> yeah it's uh, it's uh it they should like uh retcon the that his pants have always been made of uh uh vibranium or whatever because they never rip off yeah they should well speaking of this is a good transition to some of my news well we should probably introduce what the hell the show is oh we should which yeah let's do uh, that this is uh uh sleepy white boys talk about superheroes.com and welcome to the podcast (laughs) (laughs) Uh, hello hello it's better yeah, than also, animesuperhero.com. That's true. <laughs> also, uh, yeah, this is also known as the 12th level intellect. And I'm I'm James, and that's Ted. Um, that's me. 
Yeah, what did you want yeah. to talk about? Anime Yeah, I had a great transition. <laughs> okay. Oh, did, well, that's why the Toon Zone was recently Yeah, renamed. yeah. They used to host, I mean, they I'm still host a, the, uh, the DC. I'm not um, sold on that. Like the World's Finest <laughs> website and yeah. DC Animation Forum. I'm sure our listeners well, the world's finest wondered in there at some so point. The, I believe the original URL was wf.toonzone.net. And then right. it became yeah. theworldsfinestonline.com. And now mm-hmm. it's dcanimated.com. So it's yeah. like, I don't even know if it's ToonZone hosted still. I'm sure it probably is. Although I guess ToonZone doesn't I exist think... now. Um, some, most changed. people have no idea what we're talking about. I <laughs> yeah, well. I agree I agree with Maddie that anime <laughs> superhero sounds like a... Like uh, the the site's about anime, and like they're so into anime that they're the superheroes of anime. But that's not I, I don't know. It's just a weird like sudden name change. But I don't know. Maybe Jim Harvey yeah. has more it's insight. It's important into that. we bring it up. We bring it up because it was like the message boards while yeah. all the the DCAU stuff was coming out, like new episodes of Justice League. It was kind yeah. of the place to talk about them and analyze them. And then people like Bruce, Tim, and Paul Dini would sometimes join the comments yeah. and answer questions and stuff. So. I think when we eventually yeah. finally launch the Watchtower Database website, we should do a whole episode of this podcast where we just talk about like where, how that got started and everything and all of that Toon Zone and the DCUA boards and stuff. That's a great idea. All, There's those will all come up. A lot a, of, yeah. Anyway, what do you want? There. What's your news thing? You want to see my transition? Okay, so yes. I, <laughs> you were seamless about transition Hulk... from ten minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> the Hulk doesn't rip his pants. Well, we've had uh-huh. some new Teen Titans trailers, and we see Beast Boy is indeed naked. Yeah, we just ships. talked about a legacies joke for that, and then he just showed yeah, up yeah. like that. He does but... it in the show. <laughs> so we we always wondered if when Beast Boy's changing from like, how does he keep his costume? Yeah, <laughs> and he doesn't in the Titan show apparently because it's realistic. <laughs> It's what if a real also, world green kid was an animal morph animal. Yeah, but he's not really totally green. He just has green hair in the show. He's, I guess, it lets him blend into a little <laughs> yeah, bit. Yeah, I guess so. I don't uh, know. He's, his so animals are all pretty still good. green, though. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. Did you see the character trailers? Like they put out one trailer yeah, a couple for each of them, character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were kind of cool. Uh, the Starfire okay. one was definitely nice. Definitely give it a shot. The Starfire one was nice yeah. because it was like showed her being like experimented on and she's in her normal costume and then just mm-hmm. showing like so I'm I'm kind of hoping that her like big fur coat thing is just kind of like a disguise she wears for a little bit and then she goes back yeah. to normal or something because the if they've got like Hawk and Dove in like comic accurate <laughs> costumes mm-hmm. why would you put Starfire in like yeah and Robin why would you put Starfire yeah. in like a weird hobo outfit i don't know i'm sure this has (laughs) been discussed many times already but (laughs) yeah i'm sure we'll see her like that's the way these shows always kind of go like shows like arrow like they kind of start like in this place that's a little off from like normal yeah Yeah. dc comics sort of stuff but then it usually finds its way back to the source material like more and more as it goes on yeah so i've i've would expect that with this show. It's like every, uh, this is, I don't know. Have you, do you watch Supernatural or have you ever? I think I've asked you this before. I've seen a little bit. Like every season is just, uh, it'll end on like a big cliffhanger. What's going to happen? Oh my God. And then the first like two episodes of the next season will resolve that completely and it'll be a brand new plot. So like the trailer Mm -hmm. just came out a couple days ago for the next season and it's just showing, you know, know, the terrible things that are happening. I'm like, I know this is already going to be, 
only the first couple episodes. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of expecting that with the Titans also is like, yeah, all the problems that you have with fuck Batman and and Starfire's costume and all that stuff. Like it'll get they'll get that out of the way in the first like 20 minutes and then <laughs> it'll mm-hmm. be fine. I so. hope so. Yeah. yeah, I I have a, a lot of hope for where the show might end at the end of its season. I hope it takes them all to a really interesting place. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll probably talk about it in the next episode. Yeah, well, one of my things was to talk about then. the Titans trailer that just came out because it looks a lot less Riverdale than the <laughs> the previous trailer. Um, like I you're talking pick. about the international one, right? Yeah, yeah, the, the longer. Yeah, the, yeah. it has like streaming exclusive on Netflix internationally. Yeah, it has Not like applicable or like relevant music instead of like a weird. Uh, I don't know. The music in the, in the first one was kind of bizarre. It didn't like it. Was, I don't know. The, I think it was just that you expected from the stills and from the costume reveals and stuff for it to be a specific thing that you're used to by mm-hmm. now. Like, oh yeah, DC does this kind of thing. And then when it was like a. I don't fit in. I don't fit in. <laughs> and I don't want to fit right, in right. version of that than it was like, what's happening? But now this new trailer looks a lot more like, I think probably on purpose. Like they're probably like, oh, people really didn't like <laughs> how it looked from the first trailer. Maybe we should edit it in a way that makes it look like it's going to be better. And then people will watch it. <laughs> That's very true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, it definitely looks better. We'll see it soon. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about the Birds of Prey casting. Okay. Did you? you see yeah, I saw. So, I saw Black Canary was cast. Um, Huntress, and the Huntress is what's her face from a lot of good stuff. Uh, Mary Elizabeth yes, uh, Winstead. Winstead. Yeah, she's from. She's in Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, and uh, the new the Cloverfield. Uh, the do that. Yeah, the house Lane. One. Yeah, yeah. She was the woman stuck in the yeah. in John Goodman's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The woman uh, stuck bunker. in John Goodman, yes. <laughs> that wouldn't be hard. You couldn't have um, what's left. Uh, <laughs> like my John Goodman yeah, she's a great and Harrison for the, Ford for the voice are the same. Yeah, I yeah, I'm really looking forward to that now. Like I would I didn't really care until she was cast and then Martin I was like, Robbie okay. is Harley Quinn's always fun too. Glad to see her get another okay, shot. Yeah, she's well I guess that was an obvious one fun. though. Yeah. And she's producing too. So, okay, I don't know if a that's more a good thing say. or not. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I wasn't familiar with uh, the woman cast for Black Canary. Yeah, me neither, Jamie, but she uh, looks good girl. enough for, like, she looks like the character enough for uh, mm-hmm. for that. I think that's the thing that, like, people, like, I see so many fan casts of these characters. Like, oh, just make, just uh, Marina Baccarin, just make her be black canary because it would be perfect like she did the voice on the cartoon and she looks like Uh like she could fit the part and stuff but like they weren't gonna do that like i don't know never (laughs) i wish that they would i guess but you know i don't know uh but uh, yeah i think i I enjoy it more when the these characters are cast as either like lesser known actors or actors that you wouldn't expect because then Mm -hmm. you're gonna get all the backlash out of the way and then you'll go watch the thing and usually it's a good it's good. Yeah, <laughs> she the the actress of Black Canary is definitely not like she. Uh, she's Emmy award winning. It looks like she did Friday Night Lights and True Blood and stuff like that. Okay, so I haven't watched a lot of her. But yeah, doesn't mean she well, if she's in stuff. True Blood. Then I feel like the Black Canary outfit kind of fits that same <laughs> aesthetic. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, those sort of underground. Do we know? Uh, do we have a? Was there a Batgirl Oracle kind of thing cast or no? I don't um, remember. In this, this, so I think Cassandra Kane is going to be in this. 
So oh, maybe okay. not as Batgirl, but in some capacity, mm-hmm. and so is Renee Montoya. So they're going to be main characters. I guess I, it's weird how this is still like set in the universe where Batman's been Batman for like forty years or whatever, mm-hmm. and yet they're they're like, I don't know, these characters are just now meeting or something. Like it's a weird <laughs> universe. Yeah, it kind of <laughs> is. I know it's um, it's definitely feels like they're figuring it out as they go, which yeah. is fine. Um. Whatever. Well, I, I guess you know. I'd rather just have good. I mean, kind of. That's what comic books are. They don't necessarily yeah. know what they're doing until it happens. <laughs> I think like DC is kind of known for planning like a couple of years in advance, at yeah. least loosely. Yeah. You know, sort of milestones to work up to. Doomsday Clock and Metal and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the yeah, I mean, in 1939, they didn't go like you know. I think in 80 years we're gonna reboot the comic for like the seventh time. <laughs> that would be a cool idea. I, I think it's Paul Levitz or Dan DiDio who said this. I'm not sure, but they were just like DC. The universe has to re- be rebooted every 20 yeah. years. You gotta yep. just clean house and start <laughs> over. <laughs> sweep out the continuity, and in a way, they're right. Like. You don't have to sweep everything out, but it's a lot like what Rebirth is doing where they yeah. keep all the highlights, all the best moments of the characters and mm-hmm. kind of build upon those foundations, keeping it all a little loose to interpretation. Yeah, which just I think kinda like kind of works better. New fifty two stuff happened and then they oh, um just kidding. Some of the older I didn't... stuff happened too. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. <laughs> um I wanted to yeah. talk about there's a new uh, Spider Verse trailer. I don't know if you oh, watched nice. those yesterday. Um, I didn't. You get to see all sorts of new stuff. There's like a spider hams in there. Um, <laughs> there's the the whatever the noir like detective Spider Man is. He's yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's a lot like it explains more in the trailer of why all those people are there. If you haven't watched yet, I don't want to necessarily talk about it too much. But the you know the previous trailers have just been like, "Hey, look, it's this Spider-Man, and look, it's Gwen mm-hmm. Stacy," and yeah, but there's no explanation of why they're there or how they got there or anything. Um, mm-hmm. Which originally I thought maybe was just gonna be, "Oh, that's the way this world works." Is there's just a bunch of Spider-Men or something? <laughs> but I guess yeah, like, yeah, there's an actual portal and stuff. I don't know. Yeah, and I think it's based off, like, a comics event. Like, Spider-Man's definitely dealt with some multiverse stuff in the yeah. past. Yeah. So, But that's cool that they're doing that because it, they would never do that in the movies <laughs> yet, anyway. Like yeah, they yeah. haven't really yet. explored that <laughs> yet. Yeah. And by, uh, well, Far from home, movie, man. Far, yeah. You yeah. can't be much further than home than the multiverse. <laughs> yeah, I right? guess so. <laughs> Um, there's also we'll n- new Joker images that came out like 10 seconds after we finished the last podcast. Yeah, there's uh, Instagram posts from Todd Phillips. Yeah, there's because we only talked about the one where he's just him. The profile like, shot. He doesn't have mm-hmm. makeup. Yeah, and uh, but then yeah, there was a, a video version of that where there's like a projector screen over the top of him showing him as right, the Joker, right. and then it ends with like a, a clear. You know, shot of him smiling with the makeup on. There's also been mm-hmm. some behind the scenes of like a scene He's happening like in a down subway. The yeah, and, and yeah. There's, yeah, there's been a, a handful of stuff. And like, I I think my first reaction was like, oh, this looks too much like Heath Ledger because it's it's just like the kind of kind of weird. I like a greasy... suit. I do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I do. I do, like, I do, do like that it's not exactly the same. Like it's different mm-hmm. enough because it's 
yeah, it's not nece- it's not like purple purple. It's like a weird like yeah. orangish maroon kind of thing. I'm not sold on the nose, but I get why it's there. <laughs> yeah. You know, like Joker usually doesn't have makeup on his nose, but he also has those blue diamonds on his eyes. It's kind of like yeah. a sad clown yeah. makeup. I think um, that if I think this is kind of meant to be more clown. like he's just he's kind of <laughs> lost. He's just a guy that's lost it, like he's gone and crazy. And mm-hmm. you know, if you were going to emulate a clown, why wouldn't you put actual full clown makeup on, which is what he's done here. Uh, yeah, yeah, and like versus norm, you know, classic Joker goes crazy because he like, goes through a Joker weird even. experiment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like thrown into acid yeah. and it transforms his mind and his body. Yeah, or he yeah. like sees his face and cracks under the mm-hmm. intensity of that. But yeah, this I don't. Yeah, like I'm interested joke. to see what why he's because this is there's no Batman. It seems there's just a a guy goes yes. crazy. Yeah, I there don't was know. Thomas Wayne was getting cast, right? I believe. Um, well, this, Alec so Baldwin this means was this almost is before cast Bruce is even his parents yeah. were even killed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, I would assume so. I mean, it's, it's. I guess it's like the Jack Nicholson version. How it's like he's much older than Bruce Wayne. Yeah, but... maybe this version kills the Waynes, like a certain video we just put out the other day. Yeah, <laughs> check it out. <laughs> well. Um, you want to talk about the Dark Phoenix trailer? Oh yeah, I guess so. That happened. <laughs> X Men is coming out. I completely out with another forgot movie. about it. Yeah. Uh, um, uh. It looks like another X Men movie. Yeah. <laughs> if you like it, you know. I'm sure I'll see fun. it, but like it took me until maybe a month ago to act to see Apocalypse, so it might take me a couple of years. Again. Really, just one month ago, I I actually tried to watch it on an airplane and I couldn't finish it because I didn't have <laughs> enough time. No, but the <laughs> ending is so good; they all shoot yeah, him with well, their lasers and powers. Better than the beginning. <laughs> and like, I really wanted to like it because I'm a fan of Nightcrawler. He's probably yeah. my favorite X Men, so it was cool that he was in it, and it was like. You know, leading up to the team that we see in the original X-Men movie. Mm-hmm. Um, although, obviously, like, continuity is like, all crazy in the X-Men yeah, movie. Yeah, it's so. not. <laughs> Maddie and I were it's just It's not like it's going to lead back up to yeah. it. He was messaging me last night about doing a, another video related to Tim Drake's age and how he never changes how he looks between, like, 13 and 19 or whatever and how uh, <laughs> you know, why people are upset about that, but they don't care about... Uh, Professor X and Magneto aging like three years uh-huh. and 40 years <laughs> and then suddenly 40 yeah. years and like yeah. 12 years. <laughs> so, yeah, That's true. That whole thing is, is so messed up and it will be forever talked about I feel like. Like even when they reboot yeah. the movies finally eventually which will probably happen after this one because I don't see yeah, it going any further in this universe which is kind of and a this... bummer because it should have ended with Days of Future Past because <laughs> that was a good finale and then they just mm-hmm. kept going. <laughs> well, they had a lot of plans, and I think they're still... I mean, they had, like, TV shows coming out, like Gifted and Legion, and mm-hmm. there were um, there was plans for X-Force, I believe, with Deadpool and mm. some of them. Maybe it was just, like, maybe it just became I guess technically Deadpool, Deadpool counts as part of this X-Men movie universe in yeah. a way. Uh, so if they keep... Uh, doing deadpool movies separately that'll be how this universe stays alive i guess <laughs> they may, they'll true. find and ways to toss them in yeah you just like he's gonna transition to the mcu and still remember the the differences with the fox yeah universe. <laughs> yeah that's true yeah. <laughs> yeah. he'll definitely know i don't know if i don't know yeah. if they'll bring him in to 
I don't know if he fits. They will. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Okay. They I will. guess that's the point. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, he'll just find himself suddenly work. there. He, there's no actual explanation. He's just there. Uh, okay. <laughs> we'll we talked about Spider-Verse. That's my prediction. Sort of about Mysterio. Yeah. There's a costume reveal for Mysterio. Um, I was looking at Mysterio to see if we ever see his real face in a comic. And I guess it only happens a couple times and he's really like scarred and messed up or he's got like a weird mm. deformity to his face and stuff. But he, like Jake Gyllenhaal's playing him, so I would assume that you'd see Jake Gyllenhaal more than never Pro- in the movie. Probably <laughs> you'll see him before he becomes a villain. I'm I suppose, sure. yeah. But I don't even, I don't know. I'm not familiar enough with Mysterio's like actual origin like to uh, know he's a uh, special effects artist on film sets oh he... and that's oh, this no, whole thing this. it's all okay. about illusions okay well then that might be yeah. kind of cool to it'll be like yeah. a, a meta <laughs> commentary on a movie <laughs> in a movie yeah. he'll 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 be trying to start a cinematic universe and people will tell him no that'll <laughs> never work and then you hear in the background or um, he'll be rebooting the the failed third part of the series and trying to redo the story yeah, I'm talking or, about Dark Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, we can do it. We'll, we'll do it again better we this can, time. We'll we'll bring the Phoenix back. We got a different Jean Grey. We're not gonna kill off Professor X this time. Maybe yeah. they will. I don't know. <laughs> um, Whatever. The only other thing I wanted to talk about was there's. Uh, I had brought this up a few episodes of this ago, so like a couple months or something. Of uh, that, there was like an unauthorized Snyder cut being edited by. Um, whiplash dynamo on youtube i believe is the name uh and it's uh it's just like based on all of the uh rumors and notes and uh storyboards and missing pieces from trailers and all that stuff that like would lead you to believe this is what Zack Mm. snyder intended for for justice league and um but it turns out there's also two other like fan cuts of the movie that are getting some traction uh one is called the kryptonian cut um where it's basically just everything from the missing trailers added back in so it's not a re-edit of the movie it's just the current movie plus more stuff stuff. as what is Mm -hmm. what i understand and there's also the black suit cut which they've like after effects color corrected his suit when he comes back to be the black and silver version um, which in this yeah, little trailer that he did looks cool. Yeah. Um, Wait, you mean rather than just like shirtless? No, or... no. I mean like when oh, he like comes when back in yeah. as Superman. Yeah, he's in the okay. black suit, which I guess is cool. That would have been better gonna... than him. Yeah, him I don't know how they'll fit it in around like narratively though with the movie that currently exists because it's like <laughs> if they're gonna add the scene back in where he's going through the fortress and looking at suits. He passes the black one and just doesn't take it. So mm. I don't know if they'll somehow change that, or if they don't even include that. He just is miraculously back. Maybe, maybe it's, it's the colored one. Fan service. Yeah. Maybe they color it, and it's like, oh, I don't want the colored. <laughs> I don't suit want that this one. Why would I do that? Yeah. <laughs> gotta take the black suit. So it'll be. I, I don't. The I was looking out for the the unauthorized Snyder cut one um, to see. You know, when is it going to come out? When, how can I watch it? Because the trailer a couple months ago just said like details coming soon or whatever, and uh, but then when I went back to that trailer video, it just had a comment from the original guy saying that he like Amazon took down his 
his stream of it or something like that. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. So like he's just working on how to get it somewhere where you can see it. Um, yeah, because yeah. he also like replaced all the music in there and stuff like that. So yeah. I'm looking forward to uh, watching it if I can at some point. That'd be cool. Well, the main topic today. We got uh, two main topics. Yeah, sort of. well, you need to, you're gonna end up talking with a with a friend. I got my buddy Ethan. We were gonna talk about Predator. You saw Predator. We decided not to see Predator because yeah. <laughs> I made the mistake of reading reviews about it, and it was like, why am I gonna waste my time? Yeah, okay, with what's so supposed to be an awful movie. You did waste your time about it though. So, so do you we were talk going about Predator? to. We were supposed <laughs> to both see Predator, the Predator, <laughs> and then I went and saw the Predator, and then you chose not to. And then you yep. decided, let's watch this Mandy movie instead. And then I didn't yeah, have time. Mandy. So now, I, Mandy's <laughs> awesome. now I'm not going to be able to be part of this discussion. But whatever. Um, <laughs> well, I got I got my buddy Ethan. We watched Mandy. We're going to talk about it. There's a lot, of, um, a lot of really awesome stuff. It's very metal, very satanic. There's these um, demonic biker dudes on ETVs. There's chainsaw fights and psychedelic cults and stuff and it, yeah Nor- norwegian black metal and it's gonna be great yeah we'll talk okay. about that okay soon. yeah how do Should we I make even... the transition sound yeah how do we get there i don't know there we go i've got ethan saw with me today we watched the movie mandy with nicholas cage and um a bunch of other people that i'm looking up right now on imdb because i wasn't prepared <laughs> when i started saying this <laughs> just kind of going with it yeah let's see um, the director is Panos Cosmatos. I yes. might have not said that right, but I think it did. He has done another movie called Beyond the Black Rainbow, which I haven't watched yet, but it seems to be just like Mandy. It's kind of like a psychedelic, um, movie about like cults that use LSD or, to... Yeah, other hallucinatives to like control brains. Yeah, yeah. And then like also notably this guy's dad... Um, who, um, I gotta look up his name now. He directed Tombstone, mm-hmm. the classic Western movie Tombstone. And he did, uh, one of the Rambo movies, too, oh, I, I found know. out. Yeah, I think it's, uh, oh, crap. Um, it's like the second one of one of the Rambo movies. Gotcha. The director's name is George Cosmatos. Yes. Yeah. And which, what's see what Rambo, from the Rambo, Rambo yeah. yeah. Rambo First Blood Part 2. There you go, yeah. <laughs> First Blood Part 2. Why not just call it Second Blood? Okay. Well, no, but it'd be First Blood <laughs> Part 2. Wouldn't No, I guess it wouldn't be Third Blood. The Bloodning. Oh, was First Blood this Part 1 the second movie? I don't know. I don't know my Rambo that well. I don't mean either. If you do, let us know in the comment yeah. box. Yeah, yell at us. <laughs> Alright, so let's talk Mandy. <sighs> I, um... Yeah, I was really excited for this movie because I am part of Legion M, so I got like a little bit of stock and shareholder shit going on <laughs> so behind the scenes. Getting a little money for so it. So whenever people stream it or watch it, it's like, I, I mean, I have, it's probably like a penny every movie that they put out. <laughs> I uh, I didn't really know what I was coming into. It was kind of like, like you sent me, hey, let's watch this instead, and I watched the trailer, and I was like, Nicolas Cage, and yeah. then saw it, and I was like, what the... We mentioned earlier on the podcast that we were going to watch Predator, but I was just like, I don't want to waste yeah. uh, two hours of my time yeah. watching a shitty movie. Let's watch a really good yeah, movie. Yeah, let's watch something better, <laughs> which I which I completely agreed with. So, yeah, going into it, not really knowing anything else about it except the trailer, but 
It was awesome. It was a great movie. Even the intro scene, like the music in it. The... Yeah, and it had this drone that was going over this forest sort yeah. of thing. Mm-hmm. I actually saw the drone footage like loop at one point, and oh, it was like really? it kind of did a fade transition. I was like, oh, that wasn't a smooth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. it, was, it happens. Yeah, I I noticed the color immediately. Like the color, the color of the movie was awesome. Mm-hmm. Very psychedelic. Lots of sort of oversaturated reds and blues. Yeah, a lot of like kind of red blue neon kind of mm-hmm. especially with like a real it always had a red dark like haziness to it yeah that was really f- cool to see that sort of satanic sort of vibe which was very yeah. prevalent yeah very, very prevalent very satanic um <laughs> the music for the beginning uh that king diamond song i was like i was like i knew this sounds so familiar but then they showed it in the credits and i just like oh holy shit that is that king makes diamond sense. yeah yeah and do you know uh johan johansson who does the soundtrack for the rest of the film he's i know he's done a lot of other good films he might have passed away he did because remember too. they had the the uh in memory at the end of the movie for him right yeah i want to look him up real quick um just so i can cite what he has done Oh, he's done, like, huge stuff, like uh, Sicario, The Theory of Everything, mm-hmm. Arrival, and Prisoners, and lots oh, wow. of lots of really big movies. Dang. So he did the soundtrack for the rest of the film. He killed it. Yeah. It was very, like, Scandinavian metal-inspired. What else What else could you want? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well just have a couple dudes in corpse paint, just, like, <laughs> just playing in the background of your shot. Uh, well, there were the, there's three dudes who, in, like, the uh, BDSM, oh, yeah, the, like, the, the weird, demon guys. The weird demon guys. <laughs> I thought they were definitely the coolest, but I didn't understand them riding motorcycles or ATVs. That I don't know. It's I, metal. Kinda, <laughs> I guess. Sort of, kind of. Well, the plot, I guess we should say, like, is, um... So Nicolas Cage is this dude. He and his wife are living out in these woods. Um, they're kind of, It's peaceful. They have a nice life yeah, together. Yeah, it's like out in, in Washington in, like, 83. Yeah, yeah. And, um, this, like, van rolls into town with a bunch of random people. There's some really weird-looking people. There's a lot <laughs> of weird-looking people. we got to come back to that. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to talk about the... Yeah, a lot of strange, skinny German people. Yeah. Too. Um, but yeah, so they um, they passed Nicolas Cage's wife, Mandy, on the road. I guess Nicolas Cage's character's name is Joe. We'll call him Joe, I think. Uh, I think it was Red, wasn't it? Oh, it was Red. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so Red and Mandy, yeah. So Mandy walks by the truck, and it's like this guy's a cult leader, mm-hmm. and he basically makes eye contact with her. He's like, I gotta have her. Gotta have I her. I gotta have her. And so his people summon these biker demons. Well, no, no. Here, wait, no, remember, here's oh, yeah. the first part. So they're laying in a hotel room or something, and one creepy generic dude, uh, uh, brother... Oh, whoops. Was it brother... No, that wasn't me. Uh, I can't remember his name, but he... Swan. Brother Swan. <laughs> I knew it was a bird. Um, and the cult leader dude asks him for... Uh, the horn of uh, Abraxas. Abraxas, and like as soon as like the, uh, he pulls it out of his bag, it has this weird, like bright green like laser flashing on yeah. it, and it's like covering up his whole hand and everything. And he did that again later it with did his it demonic dagger with the sort knife. Of thing. Yeah. yeah, and it just I don't know. It was really awesome. <laughs> There's like <laughs> it, no it other did way. That green strobe light every time there was like a demonic artifact. Yeah, <laughs> but uh. So, <laughs> do you want to talk, you want to go into the, the creepy 
German BDSM Yeah, dates. yeah. So once they capture Mandy, they bring her back and drug her, and she starts tripping out. This, there was this amazing scene of her and the cult leader where it's just like his face, and he's kind of oh yeah doing his whole story, but then it fades into her face, and then and back. back to him. Yeah. And then he does a Harvey Weinstein and just like flashes his robe, yeah. and she laughs as his dick. Yeah. And she should not have done that. And it, it, it didn't end <laughs> well for her. No, you t- you don't ever laugh at a cult leader. Don't story. ever laugh. Don't, yeah. Don't, just, if you're in that situation, save, save it for later. Save it for later. <laughs> I don't um, know. <laughs> try and escape. Yeah, do try that. Try your best. That's the first move. Maybe, um, maybe instead of laughing at it, maybe uh, throw a book at it and start running. Or do what these skinny German guys in the cold do. They just hang their mouths open and just like... I mean, don't do that, actually. <laughs> God, ew! <laughs> ew! But, they, but those guys were really, really weird because they were yeah. just like drooling the whole time. Just they were like just, mouths gaping and just like, close your mouth. They were just like these <laughs> real like, like snake-headed, uh, like they have very pointy faces. They look like the guy from Die Hard. Like the kinda not Alan Rickman, but the other guy. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but they were all just like every scene that they'd be in, they just kind of be blank, staring blankly with their mouths open. There was one scene where that guy's like in the car and yeah. he starts playing with the window and he's, <laughs> he raises it up, puts it back down, does that like yeah. over and over when they, again. They summon those demons and he's just sitting there playing <laughs> with the window like nothing's going on. Uh-huh. And he just keeps looking over and making this stupid face. Yeah, um, I wonder how much LSD he was on. Lots. Lots. And it wasn't really LSD either. You learn later it was like a corrupted batch that made them all kind of fucked up. Goofy. Mm hmm. Because you meet the chemist. Mm hmm. And he's got a pet tiger. (laughs) This is another (laughs) weird scene. Yeah. He he looks down and the floor's like covered in in millipedes. Yeah. Like giant millipedes. Ugh. (laughs) Ugh. It was (laughs) fucked up. Yeah. Um, Well, long story short, Red Nicholas Cage's character has to get revenge. Yes, for his on his wife's behalf, on mm-hmm. Mandy's behalf, and his first step is to forge. Yeah, a battle. If, axe. if you watch the trailer, it, it cuts <laughs> to a scene where he's lifting this giant silver battle axe out of a cast or a mold, and it's just so bizarre to watch like Nicholas Cage yeah. forge steel and <laughs> make this giant. It's like a, a battle axe with a regular battle axe head and like a spike on the back and a spike on the bottom. And throughout all the killing scenes, he's using every which angle of it. Uh, yeah, because so. it's kind of a slow burn where it's like really slow and psychedelic for the, like the first half of the movie. Yeah. The last half is just a brutal, just brutal, showdown. Brutal violence. Yeah, like, it yeah. is. It goes there. And um, it's great if you're into that. It was, it was <laughs> awesome. I loved it. <laughs> My yeah. kind of movie. Yeah. It's um, all the really just evil people. That's what um, Nick Cage says in that one scene where he's talking to the guy from Predator. Uh, yeah. What's his name? Uh, no, no, um, um, uh, we gotta look it up. Hold on, it's right here. It's, uh, I'm sure one of y'all, he was the, the guy Bill carrying, Duke. Bill Duke. Yeah. <laughs> yep. What, yeah, what are you doing? Predator? He was the, uh, the guy that was always shaving his head and carried the minigun <laughs> and, uh, freaked out after, um... Jesse Ventura was killed. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> but um, but so he was here as like kind of a weapons guy. I I, thought, I was thinking about this today, and I was wondering. <laughs> I was like, what if this is all kind of in the same plane? Yeah. And Bill Duke actually didn't die from Predator, but he just got out of the jungle and just started selling weapons out of his van. 
yeah, trailer. No, it was like whatever. a trailer. There, there was a little sign on the trailer when Nick Cage walks out. This is fuck off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you read the sign? <laughs> yeah. But then he goes in there and he hooks him up with all these weapons he, for free. He gets like a crossbow and with two special yeah, arrows, like two homemade They're arrows, like black arrows, like from The Hobbit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know. You didn't. There wasn't a close look at him, but they were still. You could tell they were supposed to be very important. Special demonic killing arrows, yeah. but they didn't strobe light green, so they weren't demonic. No, no. But they killed demons. Yeah, and they did. And they did. They they did a few. Yeah. Spoilers there. <laughs> oh. Um, after he gets the weapons, he has a showdown with the demons, not the cult people. Yeah, but yeah. The demons are summoned by the cult people, and it's a really brutal scene. Um, but there's also a lot of like kind of funny scenes in it where stuff's going on in the background. Like, uh, he comes upstairs from the basement and there's one of the demons watching, uh, hardcore pornography on the TV while just, (laughs) while just rolling his head around in a pile of cocaine. pile. Like they're the demon's apartment, which is so weird that they have an apartment. Yeah. Well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It is so animalistic. Like they're obviously not human. Yeah. Like they are half human or something. There's something. Yeah, they just have like food all over the kitchen counter, yeah. like just random trash everywhere. It looks like a hoarder. It's worse than a hoarder. It's just because like, of the piles of cocaine. Well, no, it's <laughs> just it's trash and just I I could only think of the smell. I don't even yeah, imagine fire food. and brimstone. Yeah, fire <laughs> fire brimstone and death and terrible sulfur farts. sulfur farts sulfur farts. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then that leads to a whole another interesting scene when you get to see the full spectrum of that guy yeah spoiler alert knife dick knife dick that's right <laughs> yeah that was insane that was, that was a good fight scene it was that one was yeah, yeah that yeah, one was probably the i like that one the most out of the three the set, the one after that was really good yeah that one was a little extended too and i for that last demon that he was fighting for a minute, I was like, oh, he looks like a cheesy Power Rangers mm-hmm. villain. Because he's just like a guy doing some kung fu sort of attacks yeah. in like a leather suit. Yeah. It's, like I mean, leather suit spikes on it. Yeah, not that that, but that was like already the sort of aesthetic they established for these demons. I mean, and it's forgivable. And they were supposed to be like bikers too, so they're yeah. definitely going to be wearing leather and, yeah. you know, they're probably into some weird stuff too. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Cool. From it's what we've you, seen yeah. in their apartment. Yeah, it's your own thing. Can't judge you for it. <laughs> no. But, uh, yeah, uh, so there was a really cool, yeah, are you talking about the demon who had the chainsaw, that fight scene? Um. Because that was an awesome fight scene. No, the one where they're fighting by the burning car. Yeah, the, that was the last fight scene. The last but fight the scene But the one before that. No, he, he was in the, in the basement, remember? Yeah. But he didn't have the chainsaw. Yeah, I, I want to talk about the one with the chainsaw. Oh, the chainsaw. That's, <laughs> that's, that was the cult guy. Oh, that was one of that the, wasn't the demon. That was the that's right. The bigger, weird-looking German dude. Because there were two. There was like two weird-looking yeah. German dudes with long hair. And the scene where the the little German dude gets killed is amazing. Uh-huh. Remember, it's the scene where it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So we're not going to talk about that no, one because no, no, it was awesome. One. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> after that, there's a really awesome chainsaw fight scene it's great like nicholas cage is trying to get his chainsaw yeah. to work first <laughs> and then this guy comes out of the shadows with a huge chainsaw like, it's like he pulled you think he's just gonna pull a normal chainsaw out from behind the bush but it takes like 10 seconds for him to pull it out it's uh-huh. that big and they actually make this chainsaw it's a 
I guess supposed to be a, a thing on a steel 880. You can I mean, look it up. It is a massive chainsaw. You are into those chainsaw brands. I like chainsaws. Because <laughs> um, that's he's good with the chainsaw. Like the first thing we see with Nick Cage in the movie, he's, he's cutting down well, a tree. He's a logger. He's a logger. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, that was a, <laughs> a really, really happy with that scene. It was great. But the best scene in the movie was when Nick Cage finally comes back home. And he goes in his living room. And he looks at the TV. Oh, cheese! And there's a cheese. Cheese is what you said. Because uh, you should have said cheese. Was it macaroni? No, the cheddar goblin. The cheddar goblin. <laughs> but and, and the cheddar goblin's got a TV commercial <laughs> for like a macaroni and cheese brand. And he's he's walking around like the little. There's a little girl in the commercial. She's like, oh, the cheddar goblin got us again. He's like. And he just walks up and he starts like barfing macaroni and cheese yeah, everywhere. On her plate. On her just, plate. And then he like takes his head out of a bowl yeah, of macaroni. Yeah, he and pops cheese. out of a bowl of macaroni and cheese. <laughs> and that's the first thing, like, after this long, extended, brutal scene. Where Nick Cage, like, was bound to, he like, was, a stake, basically. He was, like, with he was tied wire. up with bar- barbed wire. Yeah. yeah. And he, he had to free himself. He walks in, he just looks at the TV and watches it for a minute and just goes, Cheddar Goblin! And, and he, like, it. mutters it. It's yeah. like a. <laughs> and that's all he says and then he's and then it, it goes on to something else he like crashes like he goes to bed or something yeah that's it he's just like so fucked up that's just yeah oh, the cheddar goblin check oh my god like what <laughs> and, 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 and in the credits you remember seeing that was actually a scene done by the director for yeah. a different thing that he just kind of was like oh we could throw that in there i guess <laughs> it was yeah it had some totally different credits yeah yeah, yeah, that was a great mm-hmm. scene. And, <laughs> yeah, the final boss scene. Okay, that boss scene. The final it was. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was kind of not really. Yeah, I guess. But, yeah, he definitely had to fight his way to the yeah. end. You know? But that was very dark. Yeah. Very awesome. Yeah. Hail Satan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, it was uh, that guy. The cult leader had everything coming yeah to him they uh, deserved like most cult leaders just a real piece of shit yeah so. yeah yeah he definitely like kind of looked like robert plant if he had gone evil because that's what it seemed like like he tried to be a singer and have these like yeah. this folk music yeah. Yeah. but it was a folk song about how awesome he was mm-hmm. and it was like well of course no one's gonna make an album just about how <laughs> yeah, awesome no, you are yeah. no one's gonna buy that they don't uh, care about you yeah he's a talented musician but just like Hitler, you know, your art's not appreciated. <laughs> Sometimes you go evil. Jeez. <laughs> so, not saying all art is whatever. I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> oh, art man. is subjective? Yeah. Um, I, the one scene that I never got the answer for was the scene with the deer. Mm. And I was near the beginning. Yeah, it was right near. It was like one of the first kind of weird scenes. But it wasn't a deer. It was like a. I couldn't tell what it was. We thought it looked like the Eraserhead baby, from Eraserhead. Hmm. Yeah. I thought it looked like a deer because it was spotted like one. I mean, maybe like an aborted deer. Maybe. Like it was kind of like that. Like it had a messed up looking head. Yeah. I don't know if someone can give me clarity on that. Maybe uh. I don't know. It was definitely one of those demonic. Like signs I, of I, stuff to come. I want to go back and watch that scene again and see what yeah. I pick up on it. Yeah, because uh, it was it was before the cult got there, so it yeah. wasn't so. It like for a minute it was like, oh, is there something going on in the land? Maybe it was like a uh, 
kind of like uh, I want to say harbinger, but I not I know that might not be the right word. It's sort of yeah. I mean, or like an omen. Yeah, it was definitely an omen. Okay, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, harbinger is like a thing, you know, predicting something to come, and it, or it's both. like a bringer of something. Yeah, that's more of like a messenger of future death or pestilence or yeah. Yeah, but this is definitely an omen mm-hmm. for sure. And so, there's. A lot of the, uh, it seemed like it had, like, the chapters. You remember, like, the chapter mm. reveals? Those yeah. were pretty cool. And it was, like, really cool fonts. Like, it was kind of like mm-hmm. like a uh, metal band. Yeah, they had, like, the black metal. Like, if you ever look at some of the old Mayhem album covers, it had kind of that, that real kind of, I don't even know. What kind jagged of, sort of font. Jagged, kind of faded together and, and drawn together uh, font. They did it, like, the Mandy logo on the movie posters also was a chapter near the end. It mm-hmm. almost looked like a heart in the way her name was. Like, it had these veins. And parts of the trailer was more like the black metal logo, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I think at the end it shows that. It does, yeah, it's similar. But there were other ones in it that were kind of definitely more like uh, curvy letters and kind of, you know, had stars and bright colors in them. And it's, it seemed like as each one went on, they all got darker. Mm-hmm. And the font and the way that they looked, like the Mandy Even the one. the names of the chapters. Yeah, the Mandy one at the end was just a black screen with like a scarlet red yeah. writing on it. It was cool. Um, and the cutscenes, some of the just like the weird cutscenes where she's, I guess, in another dimension. Like she pulls that thing out of that creature uh, and all her yeah. eyes are black. She's completely, it's a cartoon, it she's was completely bright. naked. Yeah, but and her eyes—they're either they're red or black. They were red. They were red. Stray red. Yeah, yeah. They were neat. I really yeah. like those too. You think Mandy ended up getting sent to hell like the demons because they were like she burns, she still burns. She burns. I don't know. <laughs> There's no telling. Yeah. Probably. Oh man, maybe. Or maybe she got redeemed by the end of the movie from Nick Cage just <laughs> doing his thing. Some of the, some of the shit he did in that movie was pretty terrible too. <laughs> Well, but fighting hey, fire with fire. Yeah. But there was that one scene where he's trying to explain to uh, the um, the weapons guy, Duke. Duke, whatever, yeah. And he's just like, they're just pure evil. Pure evil. <laughs> Goddamn hippie yeah. cultists. He had the. He didn't have many lines of dialogue. No, it was a But very the things little, he said they were, were really weird and yeah. great. Yeah. They were awesome. Yeah. What was it? There was like another one where it's just like, I just. Not even gonna do this right now. So I, don't, I don't remember what it was, but <laughs> yeah, mm. it was it was pretty great. I'm yeah. trying to see if IMDb has a few of those quotes on here. Might be too soon. Yeah, because this movie is still like at, I I don't know as far as like the time of this episode release, but it had a limited theatrical run, so you might be able to see it at more like independent sort of theaters. But it's you can stream it. Yeah, on, we watched uh, it on. We watched it on Amazon. Yeah, it's. I think it's seven dollars to rent it for yeah. like two days, forty eight yeah. hours or something. Um, it's worth it. It's Definitely awesome. worth it. I really enjoyed it. I've been recommending it to my friends. I've never seen anything like it. It's. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, sort of like, I was thinking maybe Evil Dead is sort of similar. Oh, um, uh, da, 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 da. That's a Japanese or that Korean movie that's really trippy and dark. Uh, I know someone's probably, a monster movie. Someone's probably screaming this as, as they're listening to it. Yeah. I can't remember what it's called. No. Oh, old Boy? Old Boy. Or old, yeah, Old Boy. Yeah, because that was really, like, trippy and dark. Mm-hmm. And About the guy trying to just going out for revenge for his daughter, I, I think. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Then they made an American version. With, right. Um, but it, I remember it being really dark and 
trippy. And yeah, this movie is, it is it's even that. just just the scenery and everything going on in, by, in the background was beautiful. I haven't seen Beyond the Black Rainbow, but I'm going to look that up. That looked kind of similar. Mm-hmm. It really did. Even like it was about a psychedelic cult. Yeah. So he definitely has a theme that he's chasing. And yeah, we're as, sticking with for now. That's a really interesting thing because we're, I think, dealing with a lot of like, I want to say post-religion in the world but there's a lot of like like cults and everything where you're like so huge in the 20th century you think back to like scientology, scientology and hubbard yeah. and like um uh, jamestown yeah or jonestown jonestown, jonestown. yeah uh um shinrikyo yeah it's a really good one the japanese death cult oh man they're one of my favorite i mean cults are like relatively like those are some of the biggest ones mm-hmm. probably in our history of and especially like at the, the recent like christian cults like at like waco mm-hmm yeah you know, lots of crazy shit going on there you can see a lot of influence in this movie that's mm-hmm. kind of like about those ideas i wonder if the the christianity aspect of it had to do something else with too because in that same well not the within that same year up in the northwest was when like ruby ridge happened oh really yeah but that was that was more white supremacist but i guess they were still culty because that's kind of like what kind of led to waco and the Mm -hmm. uh what was that the 70s uh, no, this would have been, like, late 80s, early um, 90s, because yeah. then it all had to do with Waco and then Oklahoma City bombings and right. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. But it, I think it was Ruby Ridge, Waco, Oklahoma City, I think is the way it went. Okay. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's it's very, it feels like that, and, but, like, that's yeah, still recent in our Exactly, history. that's, that's all, that's, like, I remember seeing some of that stuff on TV. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Colts. Colts. They're out there. <laughs> yeah, watch out for them. Yeah, this movie will show you the worst of it. Don't laugh at the penis. No, don't. But also, don't leave your mouth <laughs> don't gaping leave your open. Mouth gaping especially open. if you're in that situation. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks for being on the show, Ethan. Thanks for having fun. me, bud. Yeah, we'll have to Glad watch to Black Rainbow soon. Sounds good. <laughs> That's actually that the, the re- sound. That's the sound of the chainsaw battle. Was that the return? From Mandy. Are, we, are we going? Away yeah, we're back. And back we're back several now. times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're you, fine with been, Every time Ted makes that sound, we're sucked into a time vortex. So if he keeps making it, then it's, it's very uncomfortable, to be honest. <laughs> okay, all right. It's all very right. silent we'll uh, vortexing. <laughs> oh, one more time. There it is. All right, that's the last one. Wait, have we? Is that now the an odd number? Now we're away again? Psst. I, I don't know. I'll have to count it later. <laughs> uh, uh, what we reading? We're what we gonna read? Bop, 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 bop. I'm doing the oh, thing. Dude, now. I, yeah. Comic relief. I read yeah. so much. Oh, you don't want to talk about Predator? Oh, <laughs> I suppose I could talk for a second about the Predator, even though you haven't you seen to. it. Uh, it is a movie. I probably won't. Um. So like I I had a I had did a marathon of the previous Predator movies that would be Predator, Predator Two, Alien versus Predator, Aliens versus Predator Requiem, and Predators, with my friend Joe a few weeks ago, and they're they are of differing quality and <laughs> entertainment. <laughs> uh, I really like Predators the the more recent one. Um, I don't. I don't think a lot of people saw that one when it came out, but it is 
probably one of the better after like probably the second best after the first one um but so i never was like a huge predator person until avp movies started happening and i really like alien franchise Mm -hmm. so of course i have seen those a few times um and then because of that got more interested in predator lore and stuff um this new one is barely a predator movie like it's uh it has the predator in it and that's pretty much the only similarity like you usually get a i mean if this was if okay if this was a good movie <laughs> if this was a well-written movie i would be i would be able to to uh set aside that the predator doesn't do a lot of predator stuff uh but because it's not predatory like yeah. it would be well okay so Normally, you see the predator do like you know you'll see his eye and oh I'm watching you in mm-hmm. in heat vision or you know whatever uh, infrared and he does that like I don't think I don't know if he ever actually does that in person because there's like a weird technology in this where his armor's been stolen and he can like see through other predators' helmets from his own helmet, wherever the helmet is. So, like, he can track where his armor was taken by looking through a different Predator's helmet. I don't know. Anyway, so... But he never... I don't think he ever actually does the classic, like, watch a guy from a tree, like, uh, thing. And if that's the case, if this was a good movie, I would be like, oh, interesting, like, you're trying different stuff. But it says mm-hmm. it's not a good movie. <laughs> Why didn't you do that stuff? And like, which is too bad because Shane Black, the director, was yeah. in the original movie. Yeah, and he was, he was an also actor. a writer on that movie. Um, oh wow! And so well, you would think that it would be good. Like, oh yeah, that's a great if idea. Anyone gonna was gonna do it. Yeah. yeah. But he's he was also the I believe writer and director of Iron Man three. Uh, yes. And. Uh, the what's what's the Will Ferrell uh, the other guys uh, he's he's that movie as well he is that movie and uh, um, okay <coughs> the the policeman at Will Ferrell and God what's his name Ted guy <laughs> the guy in the movie Ted <laughs> Mark Ted Wahlberg Mark Wahlberg uh, yeah Ted the movie. But yes. that's not Will Ferrell. That's I know. McFarland. I know. The other okay. guys is Will Ferrell and... Oh, my uh, okay. God. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's rewind back to Predator. Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> anyway, yes. Uh, so, and those movies are okay, but this one was not. I don't know. It was... Uh, it was, uh, Without giving a lot of weight, because I think you should still watch it, um, because it's... <laughs> really? It has... Okay, so it has Olivia Munn in it, so that's your redeeming quality right there. It okay. has... Uh, it has some good jokes. Like there were a handful of times where it was. Well, tell actually me one. What's a good joke? Good. Well, what you know, best, I would if I could joke? remember any of them. Oh, <laughs> oh. The, the, the character Lost that, all credibility. that that Key Keegan Michael Key. Okay, he's funny. Plays. That's true. The character he yeah. plays is like from semi crazy and and kind of um, bipolar, and he's just cracking. Like the way they get out of their little prison bus that you see them on yeah. is the the gu- they trick the guards into coming back there by telling them like too many your mom jokes and they're just <laughs> getting really upset and they come back there and then they beat them up. Uh, <laughs> talking about the predators' mothers? Do they have mothers? I don't know. Have we seen them? But in the <laughs> previous movie, <laughs> well, all the aliens are women. So yeah, there the, there's a lot of weird changes to predator um, history. It's the in predator this movie. 
I yeah, good question. I don't okay. know. <laughs> but the the like in the in the Predators movie, there's like a higher class of predator that's like better warriors or something like that. But they're mm. the they're like not the Urukai to the orcs. Yeah, yeah, and they're not. The, but they're but not they're the ones that you see. The ones that you see in all the other movies are like the normal ones. Um, okay. But in this movie, they kind of established that maybe the the ones that you've seen this whole time are as humanoid as they are because they've been when they when they rip the skulls out you know the spine and the skull out of people they're mm -hmm. doing that for a purpose like they do that because they want to take the dna of that uh species and then inject it into themselves to make them more like that species um <clears throat> and so like the main bad guy predator which is like this way bigger scarier predator is has been genetically modified with like six or seven other alien species and they mentioned that at one point about like yeah he he's been all over the galaxy he's been like stealing everybody's skulls and putting all the stuff in him and so he's really terrifying and all this stuff but all he is is just bigger like he doesn't really have any like oh he can do this cool thing or he can shoot things out of his you know spikes out of his body or something like that. Is like, he, he similar no... to any any like famous cinematic no, aliens like no. like not like a xenomorph or ET yeah that's or... what I was expecting was like, when they the mentioned ET that they're like oh maybe he's got like the little mouth or he's got Godzilla. like a tail or something no there's just he's just bigger King Kong <laughs> he's bigger and stronger that's like the only things and so was, that was kind of a letdown and Alf. then the very ending is very disappointing. <laughs> So, <laughs> I don't know. It okay. was, uh, I'm probably not going to purposely watch it again unless I'm doing another marathon of... But you want me these. to. Yeah, I do. Because I want to talk <laughs> about it more. <laughs> but anyway, I can't discuss half of it with any scene. Um, you don't You don't mind spoiling it for our listeners? I, well, I sort of talked about it. <laughs> anyway. We can't tally what everyone's watched. Yeah. Okay, well, let's talk about what we've read, though, yeah. which is probably even smaller amount of people who listen to this podcast. Right, exactly. I'm, I'm sure most <laughs> people kind of like, oh, I'm done listening to the main thing. They're going to talk about comics I don't read. Time to go away now. Uh, yeah, whatever. You know, you do you, <laughs> listener. <laughs> I've read too much this week. I'm going to just list off everything I wrote down. You could be like, uh, pin it down, Ted. Okay, so here's what I have. Um, <laughs> Doomsday Clock number seven, which you haven't read, so nope, I can't talk about nope. it too much. It's in the mail. Um, <laughs> Justice League number eight, that was the Legion of Doom issue. I did read they that. They took over again. Uh -huh. Heroes in Crisis number one by Tom King. I did read, read that. <laughs> Justice League Dark number three and no. Justice League Odyssey number one. No. And I also read Batman Damned no. number one. Batman. Okay, well, I'm going to talk, talk about some of those. Batman's penis anyway. number one. Yeah, that's we could start there. Um, and I do have the penis edition. It's going on nice. eBay right now nice. for eighty to like one hundred and fifty dollars somewhere in are that you ballpark. Keep yours, or are you going to sell it? Yeah, because it's just going to be worth more one day. Yeah, it's technically yeah. the first appearance of Batman's penis in a mainstream comic. <laughs> he he like comic canonically book. has a specific kind of penis now. Like I guess you never knew. But I mean, it's <laughs> it's not like you know a gratuitous in your face like it's a it's yeah, a very yeah. silhouetted every time it's there and it's only because the only reason why you see it is because he gets shot and the whole uh beginning of the story is just batman trying to survive he like wakes up in the ambulance and the, they're about to take off his mask and he stops him and escapes and he's like just bleeding out and he so they finally took every makes piece of clothing off of him except his no mask. they didn't 
but when he gets to the back cave he does that he just sheds off all his armor just because he's got a did he get, get shot in the wounds. penis no well then because was... the way you worded it you're like the only reason why we see it is because this because he so just, really you still see it for no take reason a shower <laughs> That's all. Yeah, when you can see his <laughs> upper body, why do you? Why yeah, do you, you have could. to see it? It was in like three or four panels too. You know, it wasn't uh, like. A, yeah, but I noticed <laughs> because it was in. It took up three or four. It was panels? an important wow, issue. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> Huge. <laughs> Huge. Yeah. No, it was. It was all like barely silhouetted, so it's gonna be easy for them to edit it out in the future. Uh, reprint oh, yeah. without it. It's it's all like barely in shadow, sort of thing. <laughs> Um, but like aside from that, really interesting issue um, for a start, and it, it featured a lot of characters across the DCU. Um, just to like give a gist of the plot, uh, we learned that the Joker is very much dead. Yeah, Somebody that's killed the only the Joker. part that I knew for sure. Yeah, and Besides Batman's like he's fleeing. <laughs> yeah, right. That's it. That got a little more attention. <laughs> Joker's um, dead. I've so, seen that before. Batman doesn't remember what happened to the Joker. He doesn't remember anything from the night before. He could have been the guy to kill the Joker, um, for all he knows and all anybody else knows. And so John Constantine teams up with him, and he narrates the entire issue, John Constantine Mm -hmm. does, and they kind of try to get to the bottom of what happened to Batman the night before because he blacked out and can't remember. And so you also see like Dead Man is in it and uh, Zatanna, and it's it's going to some really interesting corners of uh, the magical realm. Yeah, I want to read it for multiple reasons, <laughs> but yeah. I uh, have not. That's I, all I'll it's, say about it's it. It's harder when there's no like, uh, it's harder <laughs> when there's <laughs> no uh, comic store here. Like I have to either read them on my phone or go and uh, mm-hmm. order it offline. I mean, and I wish that. I, it's a I bit like of a pricey book comic. too. Yeah. yeah, it's um. I mean, now especially since it's um a collector's item, but it is like I think an eight dollar book because it's sort of a larger, uh, prestige printing. It's mm-hmm. um, on really nice paper and stuff. So I think they're gonna do all the black label books that way. But yeah, uh, what else did I read? I um I listed them all earlier. I'll talk about Justice League Odyssey and Justice League Dark sort of back to back. Um, these are both like new Justice League series that relaunched, or not relaunched, I see is a new book, um, Dark is a relaunch, but they both spun out of the No Justice event where mm-hmm. the Justice League fractured the source wall. And that's been having ramifications on the magical world, on like the uh, galactic sort of world, um, to the point where there's like a new sort of chaotic realm of the universe that the Green Lanterns have had to safeguard. Mm. And for some reason, Cyborg, Starfire, and Azrael are drawn to this galaxy, and they go there without the Justice League's permission. They break past the Green Lantern Corps, who's trying to defend it. And when they get there, they realize that they've all been summoned by Darkseid because the people who live on these planets have worshipped Cyborg, Starfire, and Azrael as their gods for centuries for some reason, we don't know why. <laughs> yeah, and so now they're there, and I feel like there's some sort of time travel, self fulfilling prophecy thing that's gonna be going on. But yeah, it was something an with like start. the source, source wall broke open, so now yeah, some kind of weird temporal yeah. thing going on. Yeah, involving dark side, and like it's a really interesting mix of characters. The art was amazing, so it was a it was a solid first issue. Just like Odyssey, um, just like Dark is a fun team it's like swamp thing and um detective yeah, wonder Chimp woman and in there now right wonder woman's the yeah. leaders tana uh constantine's in it a good bit too and uh man bat 
is really funny. It's a uh, Kurt oh. Langstrom has like very little control over his man bat shifts. So sometimes he's a lot more like a scientist and he's like kind of awkward and nerdy. <laughs> and other times he just like goes full on man bat monster and he just alternates between the two. And I like there's really no telling characters like that to have like more unexpected. Un- un- anticipatory personalities yeah. like uh, like Clayface yeah that's what I was going to mention comics. next was yeah that he's not like they're not all these characters that just transform into weird monsters are no, no longer just like a you know a, a Jekyll and Hyde thing it's like a, they mm. actually have more to There's them yeah 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 and this um first story arc just wrapped up and it was kind of implying that uh, Naboo from Dr. Fate's Helmet opened up this dark portal to like a shadow dimension and brought back these horror entities. So Naboo kind of betrayed him and they had to take down Dr. Fate. Mm. Um, yeah, it was, it was interesting. It was a good, good couple issues. I've been reading, uh, uh, forever evil blight again. I had put that down for too long, uh, and yeah. realized like, cause I had been trying to catch up on all this justice league and doomsday clock and everything that's happening. And then I realized like, Oh, I had started like a mission to get through all the forever heroes, forever <laughs> evil part. Right, and, right. And then I like stopped halfway through or whatever. So, uh, yeah, I mean so like you're back on blight, you never finished it. No, I'm I'm over halfway through the the book now, the volume. Um, it's the entirety of the blight story, I guess. Um, but mm-hmm. it's uh, it's weird. Every time that I see the word blight, I just think of the Batman Beyond villain, and then it's <laughs> never that guy. But uh, nope. I do like his character design. Like it's a weird like uh like demonic goat skull on his head, and, yeah. and he's got like a weird. Um, his body reminds me of. Uh, there's a Yu-Gi-Oh character. I can't remember the name of it, but I've drawn him a few times because he looked cool. He's like just a muscular, like a human muscular structure, but with like spiky doomsday bones on top. And I can't remember what that is, but he looks a lot like that huh. guy. Um, yeah. And this most recent one that I read, it's, they went to heaven to try to get God's help. And then Zariel's mm-hmm. there and he's like, Hey, don't come into heaven though. You can't go yeah. here, John Constantine, because you're way too non-heaven for here. And then he's like, what? And then there's a little dog. Uh-huh, <laughs> that's God, God. God's a dog. Yeah, I like yeah. I liked that a lot. Um, although they kind of hint <laughs> at, like, maybe that's not actually God. But, like, because, uh, like, Constantine's like, I'm not so sure that's the real God. Mm-hmm. It's just some trick or whatever. And uh, But the... I, I like... I, I didn't think that I would like this set. Like, when I saw how thick the blight the book was uh-huh. and it was going to be like all justice league dark for that long i was like oh man like i don't know about this i just want to get back to crime syndicate and justice league and stuff and then i realized that like this stuff is just as interesting if not more because i have absolutely no idea what's going to happen at any time um, yeah because the characters are so obscure yeah. there's like nightmare nurse yeah and um swamp thing and phantom stranger <laughs> big deal and because well, pandora's um part yeah of that too, yeah right? yeah yeah, she's in there, and yeah, um, the specter was in heaven a second ago. But like oh, the cool. the uh, like, just while I was reading, and I was thinking about how, yeah, I never know what's gonna happen. And then, uh, see, dead man in Sea King's body and Swamp Thing oh, are yeah, fighting. Oh yeah, that's right. Sea King was a crime syndicate version yeah, yeah. of Aquaman. Yeah, they're yeah. fighting Blight, and uh, I thought it was that Sea Sea King had somehow. Uh, summoned like a big 
underwater, you know, ter- terrifying fish monster. Mm-hmm. But then it just turned out to be Swamp Thing, and he had like morphed himself into that shape. And Constantine nice. or somebody, somebody says like, "Since when can he do that?" or something. And I was like, "That's exactly <laughs> what I was just thinking." It was like, "When?" I never know what's gonna happen. But yeah, I, I like it a lot. I think it's weird how if you skipped this. Uh, part of it that you would just jump immediately to like, oh, never mind, blight's not a problem anymore, uh, and that it would take place in like a day, whereas this is you know just like a, f- a few days or a week or something like that so far in the actual mm-hmm. time. So, um, yeah, but yeah, it's it's pretty cool seeing all these characters and they all have different sort of different histories in the in the new fifty two than they usually do. So it's like like especially like the specter i have no idea what to ex- expect her from him because he's just <laughs> there um and phantom stranger same thing like the trinity of sin or whatever is is interesting um yeah kind of, this is kind of like their first breakout storyline after trinity war yeah also so and this must have been going on for a while in the comics uh, like as they were being released and stuff, so it's just interesting that they chose to stick it's on like this. A couple months. <clears throat> yeah, they they stuck on this uh, story for as long as they did without it necessarily. Yeah. I mean, I'd I'd have to check, but it's you know, of course, it didn't. I read make them I read those digitally. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I kept up with that story arc on my phone at the time on Comicsology. Yeah. So I was yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, so I, um, I'm I'm sure I'll get through that sort of soon because I've been bringing it places with me, and then I think the next thing is whatever next Justice League volume with the because the the previous Justice League volume just ended with the Crime Syndicate coming through and like oh oh no, and then now mm-hmm. I've been reading the Blight stuff, and then I'll end up going back to the next Justice League volume and yeah, and Forever Evil simultaneously. Yeah, Have you read yeah. the main Forever Evil yet? Oh, yeah, I did start that. It is a weird, like, I looked up the order to read it in, and it was like, yeah. read this issue, and then read these issues, and then read the entirety of Forever Evil Blight, and that's what I'm doing right now. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you are. Nice. Yep. You'll get there. That's um, it. I do yeah. want to talk about Heroes in Crisis and Doomstick Lock a little bit. I'll keep it brief on both, yeah. since you I do have some. I do have some letter things to read, so... Okay, yeah. cool. I'll keep it brief for both. We'll talk about Doomsday Clock in more depth uh, okay. next time. Um, but Heroes in Crisis, I'll start with that. It's written by Tom King, who's writing the current Batman book, and it's, like, such a bloodbath, and I feel like it's so unnecessary. There's a lot of main characters who get killed in this issue, and um, it's implied that a familiar superhero killed them all. Mm who um, probably shouldn't be doing that. But there's uh, <laughs> some aspects of this comic that I think spilled out of his Batman run. There's this place called Sanctuary, which is kind of like a... It's a farmhouse. Like It looks like it's the Kent Farm or something, but a place where superheroes can go to get um, sort of therapy and help for traumatic events that they endure. Which, which, which is really... Sorry, which one is this that yeah. you're describing? Not Doomsday Clock, right? It's called this Heroes is... in Crisis. Okay. It's the first oh, issue. it's the, mm-hmm. the new crisis <laughs> of many crises. Right, yeah. Okay. It's okay, kind okay. of a personal crisis, too, so okay. it feels a lot more like identity crisis in that sense, where it's not multiverse-shattering yeah. yet, potentially. I think the uh, Psycho Pirate's mask might end up being mm-hmm. an important element, and he's got history Ugh. with the multiverse, but... But yeah, there's there's a lot of dead characters who I'm really surprised they killed this way. Just 
Mm-hmm. You don't even see him die. They're just you. You get to the scene of the crime, and they're just dead bodies. Is this everywhere. taking place in the rebirth like continuity? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to spoil the body count. I I could say some minor characters who are dead, like uh, Commander Steel and Lagoon Boy. Hmm. Like, why well, kill the? I don't know why they killed them off, but they're dead now. I know we don't have ever have any plans for those. So <laughs> yeah, if it's like you could you know, with the right writers, so there's yeah. no reason to just I don't know. It, it felt kind of cheap huh. in that way, but but um, there was an interesting fight scene with Harley Quinn and Booster Gold that was a lot of fun, and um, there's this beautiful page of the Trinity Batman Superman Wonder Woman on their way to this crime scene mm-hmm. that was drawn really well. There's I mean the art's great, but it's uh. It's got an interesting premise. We'll see how the rest of it goes. It's a nine-issue series. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just starting to lay the groundwork for this. Is this a of... is this a like metal level kind of thing where I should be reading it, or should I read it when no. it's done? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not convinced that it is yet. Um, even though, like I said, it killed off a bunch of major characters, yeah. but and Tom King's a good writer. Um, I don't know. I just I wasn't that into it personally but i am gonna give it another yeah. issue or two we'll see because i like tom king so i want to i wish to i could good. do I'm... that like you and just i'll try this because i feel like even if i <laughs> bought like an independent comic that i'm not so sure about that i'd have to mm. just buy it continue to buy it forever well this <laughs> like... is only nine issues i'm a lot if i know it's like well this this will only be six yeah. issues it'll only be nine i don't know He's, yeah <laughs> let's save so, doomsday, doomsday clock, clock for next time okay because i don't want to know right. anything <laughs> and okay. i kind of want to reread the first I few liked issues it. first again because i need to say. remember it was awesome. what's happening yeah yeah you, yeah, you stuff keep, happens yeah, you i know you really want to talk about it because yeah. I, I have seen a couple spoiler images um but i don't want to yeah mm-hmm. i don't want to talk about it <laughs> i don't want to talk right. about it um right. there's a lot to talk about yeah Okay, so we're at Untitled Mail, got then. Untitled yeah. Mail segment. Cool. <laughs> uh, so this is from uh, uh, Tyler. God damn it, Tyler. Saez. I think that's Saez. Every time, I never remember. Uh, his question for the podcast, why does Zeta's design change between his first appearance in Batman Beyond and his own mm-hmm. show? I've never seen Zeta Project other than their appearances in Batman. There is no canonical explanation for why his head changes. It just does. Um, I think it might be to like create more empathy for the character because you yeah, gotta have a face, sure, yeah, <laughs> you know, from that, on rather that than just a boomerang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't yeah, just have a boomerang not... on your yeah. on your shoulders. Well, I do appreciate that when they show up, when those robots show up in Justice League Unlimited, that they're the same design as like the original one, even yeah. though theoretically, like, what is that a know? fearful symmetry? Yeah, that, yeah. They're also in Secret JLU? Society episode, That's like right. training robots, but they. Uh, they're just like military, like robots. Mm-hmm. They just have already like forty years in advance somehow. <laughs> but so yeah. it just means that like when Doctor Selig made Zeta, he didn't even make like an original cast for a body. He just took one of those <laughs> and like put a brain this... in it. Potential, pretty much. Yeah, uh, for real. I like the idea <clears throat> of. I mean, he's definitely a military robot, but sort of a fan fiction thing. This is a bit of a legacy legacy spoiler, right, I suppose. I guess. But. I like thinking of that he's like a more modern version of Jake, the uh, GI robot, yeah. uh, who is um, in like some of DC's war comics in the seventies. <laughs> but he was literally like J A K E, like mm-hmm. like the same way Zeta is an abbreviation for. <coughs> so just these four lettered military robots, you know, that's the yeah. thing that DC Comics likes to do. Maybe they're connected. Maybe not. 
Yeah, I'm sure that the design... They are in my head. The design changed, yeah, I agree. It's probably just so you can he has a face and you can yeah, empathize yeah. with him. I think that... He can emote. Like, in-universe, there's not really a reason. It's just he just he has can a shapeshift. He can, but when he's, like, unshapeshifted, he's just his robot self, mm-hmm. but he just has a new head somehow. But anyway, Something. I don't know. The answer is I don't know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Isabel Frias says... Uh, can you people talk about? Can you people hang on a second? Talk about how Terry's mom looks exactly like Martha Wayne in the animated series, even her hair. Uh, mm. <laughs> I guess so. I think that's probably. I mean, maybe not originally on purpose, but with the whole keep up a log a secret thing. <laughs> that, that's you know, like Waller talks about finding a a couple, a Neil Gotham couple with attributes yes, that are similar right, to right. Thomas and Martha Wayne or whatever. And uh, Thomas had a mustache. Warren had a mustache. Yeah, yeah. The mustache guild. Uh, mm-hmm. When uh, when we do... What was... Oh, whenever we do see Martha in any capacity, like her hair and body type kind of changes every time we see her. Like, because there's the big... There's the famous, like, you know, big painting That's of them. That's good phantasm. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's the big painting of them. But then there's also a handful of smaller, like, portraits and things around the house. We also see them in the comic tie-ins a few times, and their hair's always different. The Great like, Ghost episode. Or... Yeah, and the, there's, like, a Scarecrow episode where he sees, uh, like, old. a vision of them in the alleyway, and it, they look different a little bit. Like, it's always just minor changes, but it's enough to be, like, okay, they didn't talk to each other about <laughs> what they were going to look like or whatever. Um, but, it, yeah, it's, I don't know, it's close enough, I guess, in that regard. Mm-hmm. Um Nobody ever talks about Martha until it's like the last minute. Yeah, I know. You know? And then they if just you start brought up Martha and earlier, screaming about Martha, you could um, save a lot of people some fights. <laughs> uh, Jake Johnson again says, "What are your guys' favorite episodes of the DCAU? Do we want to save that for a full episode, or do we want to talk about that now?" Um, we can talk about it briefly. You want to just name like what's your favorite Batman episode? Um, Over the Edge, I think, or Robin's that Reckoning. I don't one. know, but those are both my favorites. Um, that's such a hard question. I <laughs> yeah, I really like. Yeah. I know I like um Feet of Clay Part Two. I love that's the scene good. where Clayface is uh, in the, the TV room. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's good. There's a lot of good <laughs> Batman ones. There's a lot of bad Batman ones too. I know that the, the What's series your favorite overall Justice League is... episode. Uh, <laughs> I like. I like a lot of the season two episodes. I don't Me think too. any of the season one episodes fit in my like favorites. Um, mm-hmm. Side note, though, I did uh, when I was well. So, okay, the series came out when we were like ten, right? So, uh, you know, not very uh, smart humans at this point in time. Uh, <laughs> they uh, when Paradise Lost aired, um, I I don't remember why this happened, but I was dropped off at some sort of like after school like not like a daycare but like it was like a church where they just had some little event going on for kids or something and uh it, my mom was gone long enough to where like I was the only person left there and it was just me mm. and like a bunch of like old people that were running the event and I don't really know I can't I have no memory like the, as I'm explaining this it sounds really oh, weird Oh no that actually <laughs> sounds like a traumatic event that it's you're ha- no it's not to. it's not heading into a <laughs> weird story it, no uh but uh I had for whatever reason I had with me 
the uh, my VHS tape that I had recorded Paradise Lost onto. And so I watched it with them, like I showed it to them. Because according to my 10-year-old brain, that, you know, people that believe God. in God will also and believe Satan. in Hades and all this uh-huh. stuff. And so, like, is there all the same thing, right? And so... Similar. <laughs> they did enjoy the episode, but they were like, they spent, it took them until, like, one and a half episodes in to realize that this was Wonder Woman. Like, the, like, like I remember one of them saying, like, oh, is this Wonder Woman? <laughs> and they're like, wow. yes. But, like, what if what is happening so far or whatever? But, uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that's an interesting... I, I guess that's probably my favorite season one episode just because it's, uh, it's more a of, like, one, a personal yeah. story and it's it's got a lot of cool visuals. Um, I really like um, Injustice for All. Yeah, it's a good one, too. That's, yeah, but the, I think team. the season two episodes... Is, for whatever reason, are, are my favorite of any of the Justice League stuff. I like the Cadmus JLU stuff, but the the Justice Lords and uh, the Twilight and that kind of stuff are yeah. probably my favorites of the whole series. I, I was gonna say those two also. Yeah. Sweet. That's a, that's there's there's that's that. good um, enough. <laughs> D, Deadbeat Dynamo. <laughs> oh, wait, I'll save this one for nice last. Name. Hang on, I'll save that one for last. Uh oh no. Okay. <laughs> I only have two two questions left and they're both ones okay. that I thought to save for last. So one of them is from Dragonfruit XVI and he says, "Can you le- can you eat a lemon in a video?" <laughs> yes. Do you have a lemon? I I don't think I ever have lemons on me. No. Well, uh, you got to go to the store and get a lemon and eat it. I, I guess. <laughs> I, why, though? I don't want to do that. Because um, he asked you to. Well, he said, can I? And I I mean, technically I can, but do I want to? Maybe um, have it added to a Patreon level. And then the last one, <laughs> Deadbeat Dynamo says, who, the fu- who gives a fuck about the DC animated universe? Easy pass before the 22nd mark. Uh, <laughs> what do you mean who gives, who gives thousands or millions five thousand yeah, subscribers <laughs> for one yeah, man uh, uh you give a fuck about it because you i guess it. i i kind of do <laughs> <laughs> i just like it'd be like a, i don't know it's not quite the same but it'd be like a star wars video like who gives a fuck about star wars like uh, clearly <laughs> a lot of you, people <laughs> you commented on the video but <laughs> you clicked on it to get here in the first place yeah. You gave at least one fuck if you equate a fuck to a comment. I guess so. So we'll <laughs> end on that one. Uh, <laughs> okay. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, the show is out every other Monday and on iTunes and YouTube and eventually more things than that. Um, yeah. if, if you like listening to us talk about these things, share the podcast with other people because it would be nice to have more people listen to this. Um, I, I, I'm very happy with the amount of people that we do have that listen to this mm-hmm. because compared to past things that we've done collectively it's still eons that's not the right word to use eons better <laughs> than, <laughs> it's still much better than that um but you know it still performs the least well on the channel it's probably because of their an hour and a half two hour videos compared to People aren't going to be, people are less likely to click on those. Right. But I think maybe if you listen to them, you might enjoy it. Um, thank you to Adam Mullen for the music, for the start of everything we do. He's at musica-atomica.com. Uh, we're on social media at DCAU Watchtower, or you can email us at info at watchtowerdatabase.com. That's how you get some comments into the places that we talk about them. 
on the podcast. Uh, the video yeah. schedule, <laughs> we have videos out Sunday, Thursday, Monday, Tuesday. Um, the one that we, our next Sunday video, I believe, will be the Crisis on Two Earths Will It Cannon because that one won the voting on Patreon. Are you uh, going to break another copy of it? Uh, well, ha- you'll have to see. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Put it in uh, a can? Yeah, in the can in. Smash uh, it with a drumstick? Right. I'll have a different drumstick this time, I can tell you that. Um, oh, good. So, uh, yeah, that that's patreon.com slash DCAU Watchtower, which is pretty much everything at this point. Um, yeah, you can vote for what Sunday video you want to see next month. Uh, we'll have that poll up pretty soon. And then uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel, because why not? Do it. Yeah, it says consider subscribing at the end of the videos, but I would well, prefer that you it. consider it. it very quickly and then consider yes. <laughs> and then say yes, I will do that. So, well, what do you Thank have? you all. F- yeah. I was going to say, what say do you have to say? <laughs> you have to you say know, thank you all. <laughs> thanks for giving a fuck. Yeah, Someone needs to. who gives a fuck about 12th level intellects? Not this guy. Okay, thanks everybody. Goodbye.